0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Career Guru Podcast. I am your host, Steve Yanofsky. What a glorious day it is to start your path in a new career. Doors are opening here at the Boston Career Institute even as we speak. And I'm here holding the key for you. So tune in, stay sharp, and enjoy yourself. This is going to be great. Hashtag Let's Career Up.
1: Good day to you, conversationalists. Thrill seekers, aspiring career gurus all across the fruited plane. This is Steve Yanofsky, your career guru, coming to you across the internet once again. Today, it is my distinct pleasure to introduce to you my right hand person, (laughs) my guru of career development, Jennifer McGrain of the Boston Career Institute. Say hello, Jen.
2: Hello, everyone. Hope all is well. I am Jennifer McGrain, the Career Service Manager here at BCI, and we're ready to go.
1: Yes, indeed, we are ready to go. Well, I wanted to share with Guruland what it is to be out on an internship and what an internship actually is and what's involved in it. Because a lot of people are reaching out to me from all sorts of different places. They're wondering, oh, Guru uh, or Steve, whatever the case may be, you know, I finished the school someplace else, and now I'm trying to volunteer someplace in the hospital. And, you know, they're not letting me do that, and I can't get anywhere. I can't get any traction. And I'm wondering, geez, why is that happening? I'm volunteering my services, and nobody wants to take me. And I tried to explain to people by email and by text messages, however they're reaching out to me, that, you know, it's not quite so easy, and it's darn near impossible to score an internship with hospitals in particular. And what I tell them, and Jen, correct me if I'm wrong, that nobody wants to take a chance on anybody because if you're coming independently to try to do an internship, it's almost an impossibility. There's so much liability issues and red tape that we as a school jump through, all the hoops that we have to jump through you know, to try to get people to that particular point so they can get this experience in. Am I right about that?
2: Absolutely. There is a lot of red tape and things that have to be done. You have to go through the human resource department or the internship department or the managers, depending on what office or hospital, of course. And there's a protocol they have. They want to make sure that the person at the school is liable for the student. If there's any issues, they want to be able to contact the school to discuss any issues they might have. So for someone to just come off and say, oh, I just want to come and do an internship there, it's not something places look lightly upon because they like to have that contact person that they can do business with. They can find out more information about the student. They like to see maybe the students come and recommend it from a school, an internship coordinator, a teacher with a resume saying, yeah, the student just finished the program. We think they'll do, they'll be a good match for you. So I think there is a lot of red tape. And that's why it's very important that someone goes to a school where there is a career service department and an internship department that will help these students find a place for them to do their internship and succeed.
1: Right. Now, you work full-time in this uh, venture, and you have other people helping out. So, you have have about, in your department, including you, you've got about four people working on this in BCI alone. And this is a full-time occupation for you. Full-time, when I say full-time, I also mean that you answer calls in the middle of the night.
2: Of course. So, there's a lot of things that need to go into detail. Internship sites usually will call, and most of the time, the, the site managers or the leads, whoever's making their phone calls about internships, or emails are being sent after hours because that's when they're done seeing patients or things like that. So they'll be emailing saying, oh, I met with so-and-so, or I want to meet with this student this week. Can you actually set it up? And this time, this day and age right now, the medical field or the dental field is very shorthanded. As we all know, the healthcare industry is shorthanded. So a lot of them are asking us as internship coordinators if we can even set up the appointments, go back and forth and help them set up to have the, what time the student can come in, what day they can come in. So there's a lot of details that go into this. So this job is more than just a full-time job. You have to spend a lot of time back and forth, back and forth, whether it be with the site, with the dental office, with the student, whatever the case may be.
1: It's a real labor of love. I understand you love what you do, as you tell me that all the time. And you're dealing with all of our students, and I mean all of our students, even though you have little elves helping you, the internship elves in all three of our campuses, but nonetheless, all of it ends up on your plate. Certainly all the interesting things, and I do mean interesting things that may happen to our graduates or our students uh, while they're out on, on an internship. Tell me, when do you start working with students to prepare them for internship here in BCI? What do you do? When do you get the process rolling? What does that involve do you have some kind of a, a plan that you follow, maybe a, a curriculum?
2: We um, start with usually having the first two weeks they're in school. We might meet with the students, give them a little bit about some about what the student success class is going to be about. We, we meet with them. We tell them who we are. We introduce ourselves. We let them know all about all the things that they need to provide to the internship department, immunizations, their resumes, all the all the documentation that we're going to need to make sure that they will be able to go in a timely manner onto their internship.
1: So oh, hang on a second, Jennifer. Forgive me, I am interrupting you. There's a few things that you mentioned that I want to make sure that are cleared up for our for our listeners, of which there are many and people who are really thinking about doing all of this. So I just wanted to make sure you said something about student success, right? So student success is like a like a program that you have here that is set up on BCI that kind of welcomes the student in and guides them. While the teachers are teaching them, right?
2: Yes. Of all the things they're going to need, and in what in what manner do we want them to bring in these documents, send in these documents. We want to meet with them. They want we want to in, we introduce ourselves. We let them know that we're here. Any questions or concern, please come and see the office. Email us. If they need help with their resume, please make time to see us to whoever it may be, me, Candy, Madeline, Giselle. Like you said, I have a team of people here that are more than happy to meet with their student. We go through that they need to start getting a hold of their physician's office, making sure that they have the immunizations up to date. If they don't have them up to date or they need to get titers or anything, they should be making an appointment with their physician's office so they can get all this done. Because sometimes that could take a few weeks because you gotta get an appointment. The doctor's already busy. They gotta get everything done. Then they gotta get the documentation filled up. So we told them that's hours and hours of them that they need to spend on doing all this. Resume. It's back and forth. That could take a few days of back and forth. Do this. You didn't do that. This doesn't look right. They write this. They don't understand. So we have like a little class time about that. We go over all the rules and regulations of an internship, what's expected of them once they go out there. We try to prepare them the best we can to make sure they understand all this before they finish the course.
1: So the resume and the interview prep is the integral part of what you do. In, in internships, so not just collecting the paperwork like the vaccination records, right. the, uh, the criminal offender registry stuff that needs to be done while in school and all the other reminders that you send out. You are also making sure that their resume is professional and then they're prepared to answer specific questions when they go out to the internship site. Let me just sort of ask you a question. Is going out to an internship interview, is that similar to a job interview, would you say?
2: Absolutely. And I, we, we, we do tell students this, that it's very important to treat this internship as it, was, as it is a job, because those questions that they're probably going to ask you at the interview for the internship, tell me about yourself, why are you interested in coming in this field? Those are questions that they're going to ask you on a job interview when you go to become a medical assistant, dental assistant, why you chose this field. Tell me something about yourself. Tell me a, a weakness. Tell me your strengths. These are things that people should probably brush upon, and we try to prepare them by telling them, these are questions you're going to have, and let's get prepared so you can answer those
1: questions. So we have videos, and I know that you guys also go into the classroom to talk to people about these things in particular, correct? Correct. And we are
2: here all the time. We make time. If students want to meet with us one-on-one, we tell them, email us, set a time that you want to come in, and we will sit with them and go over all of these things. It's an open door policy. I mean, we're, someone is always here to help them. And if there's a day that we're not here, obviously we just make a time and set a day for them to come in and meet with
1: us. I know you also meet with people like via Zoom or Teams or other places. So either way, you know, people can reach you, whether they can't come in in, perp- in person, they can just do this via video conference as well, right? Absolutely. So I have another question for you. You said treat your internship like a job. What do you mean by that? What does that mean in general?
2: That means that when you're going out on an internship and you're accepted into the internship, I know a lot of people feel like, well, it's a not, it's and you're not getting paid and so on. But that is part of your school curriculum, and you have to be there. Treating it as a job means being on time, showing up, being responsible, and they like that because to them is. If there's a job opening and you're doing all of these great things, they're going to offer you a job when the internship is over. So I always tell a student, treat that internship as a job because there's a good chance it's going to open doors for you to get in, maybe not in that office, but another office, or they're going to give you a good letter of recommendation. There's a lot of great things that come out of treating that internship as as it was a job.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I really wanted to hear. So I want to make sure that we understand what that actually means. Coming to work on time means being a little bit early. You know, doing your best, taking you know uh, responsibility for what you do, not falling asleep, or not spending too much time on the phone. <laughs> what would you say about that?
2: Well, it's very important that you bring these things up. There, these are things that we have people complaining about. It's very important that people understand you should be not using your cell phone on an on an on an internship site. Of course, you know, when you go to lunch break, you have to make a phone call. Everybody does that. You should be on time. On time doesn't mean 10 minutes late it means 10 minutes early. You should be prepared to start your day. You should be at work and ready to go. You should be showing initiative that you want to be there, that you want to learn. That, okay, if the day is slow, there's, when you're in a workplace, your day might be slow. But if you, you can't just go sit on your cell phone and be texting all day because it's not a good reflection on the people in the office seeing that. You want to sh- find something to do. Go ask them if they need something that needs to be done. Make sure that you you have a positive attitude. Calling out sick once a week is not showing you're stable, that you're a good employee because a, a, someone that calls in sick continuously is not someone that they're going to want to hire to come to work for them. These right. are all one, one things. You want to be there. You want to be prepared. You want to make sure you understand. And if you don't understand something, ask the question. They're there. Right to help you.
1: The taking initiative, would you say, is one of those key things that a person must exhibit while they're out on an internship?
2: Absolutely. Taking initiative with anything, I think, is the biggest thing, no matter what you do, whether it be an internship, whether it be a job. If you want to succeed, you have to take initiative. An initiative means, oh, well, I, I'm just going to do this and that's it. Well, that's not really taking initiative. The more initiative you take, the more you're going to learn, the better you're going to be. And the, the better chances of the growing or getting that job is going to happen to you. When I have students that show initiative, go in there, do 100%, always on time, ready to go, happy to be there with a smile on, not, not bringing any of their home life into their workplace. We all have home lives. But if you bring bringing into your internship or your workplace, they are there to do a job. So they want to see that you're in there. You're happy. Let's do your job. Let's Let's move on, you know? And of course, there's going to be days. Everybody has a day. We understand. But it's very important for that time that you're there, you're giving 100%.
1: I understand. I understand completely and totally. I would like to convey to all of our listeners the following thing. Ultimate success is not getting a certificate. Ultimate success is getting a job because this is why people come to schools like BCI and BCI in particular when you come to our school the crown jewel of your training is that internship because it's that last step before employment professional employment with a large increase in pay i keep talking about pay because pay is the most important driving force uh, stimulus for people to go for and seek out continuing education like we have here okay it's a difference between working two jobs three jobs Versus one job with benefits, with further tuition reimbursement from the employers, because most employers today have some kind of a fund that pays for people to go back to school and get more education, more certifications, which literally translate into more money at the end of the bi-weekly period or however you get paid. You, you get to keep more of your money and you earn money. Professional, professional training, professional internship go a long way. Those reference letters are a major contributing factor to people's success. Student success and student success success services and our curriculum go a long way, really go a long way here. I think it's incredible what this internship opportunity offers to students. What would be your words of advice to people considering trade schools and career education from your vantage point of being an internship? specialist, a career services specialist, career student success specialist. What would be your advice?
2: Um, my advice would be this. When you come, do your best. Go to get go to your classes, do everything that needs to be done that's asked of you, of your instructors. Your instructors will input everything to the internship coordinator, which in return, the internship is the biggest part of this curriculum because it is not just all an internship you're also learning so many different things on that actual internship all that information that you're, you can take from there you can bring somewhere else and it can provide you with an excellent career and an excellent go to the next place like I said those let, recommendation letters can go so far for a student to get a great job I see it all the time I see it every week I have students that are landing jobs every time they finish an internship There are students that are actually able to leave the internship and they're asked to stay and take a job there, but they're going somewhere else because they can make more money somewhere else because of all of what they took from that internship because they were really good and they they did great things and they are a worker. And it happens. So what I say is take all that knowledge and go with it, whether you decide to stay in the internship site that offers you a job or you decide to go somewhere else. All of that knowledge is only going to make you Better and worth more, more out there for someone else.
1: Sage advice, Jen, and I really want to sort of harken back to what you said in the beginning of my uh, of your last answer to my question. You know, you said, "Come to school ready to go," and that is key. When you come to school, you make that commitment. You show up wearing your we we issue people scrubs, so we get you feeling like a healthcare professional the very first day you come into class. So you come into class wearing your fresh pair of scrubs, you come on time, you do your best in class, you do all of your skills, you hand in all your assignments, you build that culture of success immediately You know by being on time, by being professionally dressed, by playing the part of a healthcare professional right in the classroom, and then continuing that thought process, continuing that performance into the internship without deviation from that particular standard. It's a golden standard. They do expect things of you in healthcare. I mean, think about all of you people who are not affiliated with healthcare today. What do you expect when you get to see, uh, when you go to the doctor's office? Do you want to be seen on time? Do you want to be seen by a professional who is him or herself on time? Where they're professionally dressed, they look the part, they play the part, heck, they even smell the part. Correct. And they're there taking care of you. So this is exactly what you want. And that starts from the moment you come in to interview the school or you start attending your classes. And I mean that not just to shamelessly self-promote BCI, but any school you go to. But with BCI in particular, we're so geared and so driven towards excellent inpatient care and, and the excellence in, in training and education that this is something that we try to drive home every time a student comes into class. I also wanted to address an interesting thing. We have a lot of people who get back to us. And I know you can talk about this for days, because you and I spend time talking about this thing for days. But there are some internship sites where people, our students rather, they call us back and say, I'm not so sure I can do well in this place. They're so demanding. They're so hard on me. They're They're so difficult. They ask me to do things in the, in, in the office or in, on, the, on the hospital floor that I really shouldn't be doing, or, or, or maybe I should, I don't know. So I always tell people that people who are the hardest on, on a student ask questions, who demand things, are people who are the most interested in hiring them. Am I correct? I agree.
2: When p- people see potential in people, so they're going to come and say, oh, do this, do that. And sometimes I think people are a little, students are a little overwhelmed, you know, they're like, should I be doing this? I don't know. They seem a little hard. They only seem that way because they they think that you can do it. Now, you have to understand, a lot of these people that are in this field have been in this field for a very long time. They can sense when a person just has it or doesn't have it. So if they're pushing you, it's because they know you have all the things to be successful there. Or they won't even bother because if they didn't push you, they would just basically just either let you go through or say, oh, this isn't working out. If they're pushing you, it means they like you and they want you and they want to see you succeed. And I always say if someone is pushing you to do extra, it's only because they know you can do it. Of course, it always depends what they're pushing you to do. I understand. But at the end of the day, I think that if students really, really take what the internship site the the lead manager, the lead supervisor is saying to them, "It is really, really, really is beneficial, and it's going to help them down the road, no matter where they go or what they do."
1: Excellent. So this is this is this is sheer perfection. What we're discussing here, this is gold as far as our students are concerned. This is gold as far as prospective students are concerned. Aspiring career goals. This is gold. So this is this is what people really need to hear. In my experience, I have always found that people who have yesed me and smiled me to death, never amounted to anything, never helped me in one age, but it was those people who really pushed me who challenged me, who made me step out of my comfort zone, these were the people who ultimately opened their doors, opened their arms, and opened their wallets to pay me for the services that I had provided, so I wanted to make sure that our conversation today Hands on the snow. At the end of all the education and sacrifices that our students make, and people make sacrifices by coming here, whether it's time, money, efforts, and in a lot of cases, some discomfort when they get poked with a needle in the classroom. <laughs> uh, you know, they all come here, they make these personal, financial, and physical sacrifices, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There is that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Am I wrong?
2: Nope, you're absolutely right. And you know, Everybody grows, no matter how long you've been here and been doing your job, you can always be, be better. I've been here almost 14 years and I've grown in the, probably in the last three years so much. And it's all due to the, because of people telling me you can do this, you can do that. And sometimes you do need that little push and it's okay to listen. Being pushed only makes you better. Never look at it as it's, oh my God, they're pushing me because, oh, they just want to, they want to work me to the bone. Sometimes people push because they see things in you that you didn't even know were there. Believe in that, and if you believe that you can do things, all these students will be successful. No matter where their career go, where their career takes them, they will do well.
1: And it is a career, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's a great start. It's it's a tremendous opportunities. There are tremendous opportunities in dentistry today. Dentists are really hurting for people. Medical assistants are sought after. It's great, Jennifer. Any parting words of wisdom to our listeners from your perspective? <laughs>
2: well, what I think I've gave them give all the wisdom I can give. I I think if people take this seriously, and when they come here, if they need that extra push, they can go talk to the instructors. They can go talk to the admission people. They can talk to to the us in the internship department, the career career service department. They can talk to you. There's so many people here. We're a small community as a school, and we have a lot of one-on-one with our students. We really do know all our students on first-name basis. So no one ever really just goes to the wayside because there's 5,000 people. It's not like that. So you can get a lot out of everyone that is here. We're here to help you because we want to see people succeed. So my thing is, if you come, please feel free. Reach out to us. We're here. We want to see you do well. We want to see you get a job. Because that is the whole point of coming here is for you to start, finish, and
1: be successful and start a career. Well, I couldn't have said anything better myself, even if I tried. Jennifer, I want to thank you for taking this time out of your busy schedule to speak to our listeners, to answer my questions and to answer their questions. I'm sure we're going to get a flurry of text messages and emails after this podcast is live. And we're here to answer them. We're all here. We're all here for you. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're here to help you. We're here to serve you. And we're happy to do so. It is a real labor of love. Jennifer, thank you once again for being with us today. Thank you for having me. appreciate it. Career Guru, thanks you so much, Jennifer. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, friends and aspiring career gurus, this was fun. Thank you for tuning in. I feel enlightened, I feel empowered, and I'm feeling grateful that we spend time with you. For more information about Boston Career Institute, please visit our website, bostoncareer.org. Boston Career Institute has three campuses located in Brookline, Massachusetts, Malden, Massachusetts, and Lowell, Massachusetts. Call our toll-free number, 888-383-6058. For questions, comments, and or information about our podcast, email me at thecareerguru at bostoncareer.org. The Career Guru Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our website, bostoncareer.org, or wherever you stream your podcast. Subscribe, stream, rate, and review our shows. Your rating and reviews help our show reach new audiences. Produced by Pod Pro Entertainment, the Career Guru lives within a network of podcasts located at podproentertainment.com. Hashtag the new radio. Looking forward to seeing you soon. All the best to you. My name is Steve Janowski. I am the Career Guru. May God bless you. Hashtag let's career up.